You're listening to the Biz Booster Podcast, a podcast for future multi-seven-figure entrepreneurs. Here, we strip down marketing to the basics and help even the newest CEO elevate and automate their marketing strategy. I'm your host, Nina Blom, CEO and founder of Blom Social Co., a digital marketing agency for women-led brands and businesses. Put on those headphones and let's jump into today's episode. So we have changed gears a bit over here on the Biz Booster podcast, and I want to chat a little bit more about the direction of not only the podcast, but also my business. So as you all know, I used to be a mentor for online service providers, and my main focus was helping new and even seasoned online service providers quit their nine to fives and build a six figure plus online business. But what I focused on teaching and what I taught was centered around my expertise in marketing, sales, and launching. And I always had this itch for doing it as done-for-you work, even though when I pivoted from being a done-for-you service provider myself, um, I used to be a social media manager. When I moved into mentorship and teaching other online business owners about marketing and about sales and about content and about funnels and product suites and the whole nine yards, right? I, like I said, I just had this itch for just doing it as done for you work again, because I missed it so much. And there has been so many times where I wanted to tell one of my one-on-one or private coaching clients, like, Hey, just let me do it for you. But I didn't, because obviously like the point of mentorship is for them to learn how to do it on their own. Right. Or else they would have, you know, invested in a team member to do it for them. But it just made me miss it even more the more I was inside other online business owners' businesses. And I was essentially coaching them and consulting them on these things. And so one day I decided to kind of slowly and quietly in the background start an agency. And I got a referral from one of my old done for you clients <laughs> back when I was a social media manager and everything just kind of kicked off from there. And ever since then, I've been kind of scaling this agency in the background and I've decided that now is the right time to kind of go full time with it. So we are going strong. I haven't even, the day that I'm recording this, I haven't even officially launched the agency and rebranded my social media or anything like that. I'm just now in like the teasing phase of it all. So I'm super excited to kind of switch gears back over essentially into done for you marketing and getting down to the basics of marketing and stripping marketing down versus teaching how to sell a course or teaching how to sell a specific online service, right? And so, yeah, we're super excited to get back to that. I have hired and trained a team of experts that know exactly what they're doing when it comes to design, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to copywriting, when it comes to SEO, building websites, branding, all of it. And I'm just super excited to kind of show Blom Social Code to the world. Hey, lovelies, and welcome back to the Biz Booster Podcast. I want to go ahead and dive into what the basics of a marketing funnel is. If you can understand the basics of a marketing funnel, you are going to get so much closer to understanding marketing as a whole and starting to pinpoint which pieces of your marketing strategy correlate with which piece of the funnel. And although this is really getting down to the basics of marketing, it is super important for you to understand because a lot of times we are so busy trying to create content for social media, you know, creating email marketing campaigns, 
doing lead generation and engagement and, you know, just trying to get people into our audience. And we're so fixated on that piece of promoting our business that we don't really understand what that actually does, what part of the funnel that correlates with and how we can actually move people beyond just that point of the funnel. So let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so let's dive into what a marketing funnel is and how knowing the foundations of a marketing funnel can help you hit the next milestone within your business. So here's a little quick and dirty rundown of what a marketing funnel actually looks like. So the awareness portion of the funnel, think of, imagine a funnel (laughs) that you would use to put oil into your car, right? The very top piece um, or an upside down triangle, I guess. The very top piece of that funnel is going to be the awareness piece, right? And some marketing funnels, if you Google them, they can be a little bit more elaborate. But again, this is just a quick and dirty rundown of the different pieces. So the very top piece of the marketing funnel is going to be the awareness portion of your marketing funnel, where you're building awareness around your brand, around your business, around your social media presence, right? And inside of that portion of the funnel is where you want to focus all of your attraction efforts. This is where you want to attract potential customers, potential clients, potential community and audience members to your social media, to your website, to, you know, shop with you, what have you. But it all usually starts, marketing begins and ends on social media, as I always like to say, it all usually starts on social media or in some sort of advertising or marketing campaign, maybe like an email marketing campaign, something like that. Um, It can even go as far as like paid ads. We use paid ads to get in front of our ideal audience, right? So that is the awareness portion of your funnel. Then once you've gotten people to become aware of your brand, you've attracted people to your social media, to your website, to your podcast, to your YouTube channel, whatever. Then you want to move these people into the consideration phase. You want them to consider working with you if you provide a service. You want them to consider buying your product, buying your course, you know, investing in your consulting services, whatever it may be, buying your coaching programs if you're a fitness coach or a business coach, right? you want them to consider buying from you. So in that consideration phase, one of the main things that you're going to want to do is nurture, right? This is where you move your content style, the type of content. This is why we have content pillars. So for example, on social media, if you have used, you know, trends, if you have used other various kinds of video content to attract your ideal client and you've gotten a bunch of new followers, maybe one of your reels or your TikToks went viral, whatever viral means for your specific audience size, but it boosted the growth of your audience, right? Now you want to keep those audience members around. So you are going to educate or nurture them, right? And educating your audience is usually how you nurture them. If you've ever been on TikTok and you've seen someone that creates a lot of educational content and their educational content tends to do well, it's because their community is engaging with it. And then the algorithm boosts it and it also acts as that attraction marketing. And it can also, you know, bring more people in, right? So very simple concept. You create content that is going to attract your ideal client, your ideal customer. You bring them in, you nurture them, you educate them so they stay around. They continue to tune into your content. They see your face, right? You build brand recognition. And then 
eventually through that nurturing process, they will move into the next piece of your funnel where they end up converting, right? So if you are a trauma-informed coach, or if you are a therapist or counselor or life coach, what have you, and you're creating content around how people can better their lives, how people can tap into their inner child, whatever the case may be, and you're continuing to nurture this audience and grow and attract more ideal clients and customers to your audience. Through that educational process, people are going to be considering working with you, regardless of what social media platform you're on. If you're really resonating and hitting the pain points and even the pleasure points of your ideal customer or ideal client, you are going to end up moving those nurtured leads through your funnel to the next portion, right? The next step down, which is the conversion stage of the funnel, right? And this is where you want to convert. This is where you're going to sell. This is where you're going to promote. This is where you're going to get really heavy on those call to actions at the ends of those nurturing videos even, right? Attraction marketing, educational content, right? And then sales content don't all have to be separate. This is one of my biggest hacks for you. If you're struggling, if you're being really rigid about your content strategy and you are struggling to convert people because you are taking these like black and white steps and you're saying, okay, I'm going to do 10 trends five days a week. That's going to be two weeks worth of content where I'm just trying to attract new audience members, right? Whether that's on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Pinterest, wherever, right? And you create that trendy content and you bring in a bunch of people, right? And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to educate them. Now I'm going to nurture them. Now I'm going to make them aware of a problem that they have, right? And that's all you do. And then you just start to sell to them and you start to lose people at every step of the process, right? Which is natural. You know, if someone came into your audience because they just like being entertained by your trendy content, um, and you start to educate on something and, you know, maybe they don't unfollow you or don't completely remove themselves from your community. Cause again, they like that trendy content, but you don't see a specific group of people actually moving through your funnel. That's okay. That's normal. But a way to kind of increase the movement that you get through your funnel and the conversions that you get and the inquiries that you get, right? is to kind of fuse these pieces of content, um, melt them together. So you can create a trendy piece of content that also educates, right? You can create a sales post that also educates. You can create a sales post that also, you know, makes your ideal client aware of a problem and then presents your offer, your product, your service as the solution, right? And you can sell in that aspect. So sales content is important, but you can also really play around with what kinds of sales content that you create. So then after you get your ideal client to convert, ideal customer to convert, then it comes to client retention or customer retention, right? So this is where you want to retain and continue to make sales from the people that are already leads that have been converted, right? People that have already bought your offer, have already invested in your service, have already purchased and ordered your physical product even, right? So this is content and this is a strategy that is going to make them feel seen. And I'm going to say that again, you want your ideal client or ideal customer to feel seen. So again, in the conversion stage, you have sold to them. You also want to make sure within the conversion stage that 
um, you're selling to each buyer type, right? So there are four different buyer types. You want to sell to each one. I can do a separate episode on that specific topic. If you all want me to, let me know. Shoot me a DM over on Instagram if you're curious about how to actually curate your content um, or your, your marketing campaigns to hit every single kind of buyer type so you can make conversions even easier for you. So just keep that in mind. Do your research on the different buyer types and what they need in order to say heck yes to a sale, right? But once you've converted them with that sales content that we just talked about, then you are going to want to retain them, right? The biggest piece and the biggest companies in the world, Walmart, Target, have customers And if you are a Target queen, you're going to know this. You didn't just walk into Target once and see something that you liked and never walked in again, right? You walked in there. There was a undeniable customer experience when you went in there. Everybody talks about their experience when they shop at Target. They love it, right? And this is just a really broad example. But Target retains a lot of their customers because they continuously have their audience of a lot of times and most of the time women coming in and continuing to buy their products, right? And although they sell multiple different brands and multiple different kinds of merchandise, they have created a really huge level of client and customer retention, right? So again, um, you can even take that a step further with the business to business marketing that Target does, for example, um, their vendors, quote unquote, the people that sell them the products that are going to be sold in their stores um, and make those deals with them to house their products within their stores are also continuously going back to Target because they know, hey, this is a really good deal for our company, for our brand specifically. We want to work with Target in that sense. So they're going to continue to make these deals with Target and client retention again and customer retention is through the roof for them. So try to think in your Target mindset, how can you continue to make your customers come back You want them to feel seen, right? You can host flash sales. Obviously, things like sales and discounts will do that as well. But you also want to continue to meet that ideal customer's need on a different level. So try to create a product suite if you are a service provider or try to create a variety of products and build up the amount of products that you have that can meet the needs of your ideal client or customer at different stages of their lives, different milestones within their current, you know, phase of life, right? And again, make them feel seen, give them rewards, create a reward system, create an affiliate program. Um, You can send customized emails to them. You can send them something that works really well for a lot of my clients is once they have purchased something from, and I work with mostly service providers, but once they've purchased something from within that service provider's product suite, right? Specifically, let's talk about a fitness coach. Once they have purchased maybe a, you know, recipe book or an ebook or something, they're coming back and they understand that the next step for them is to move into one of their programs, right? And so once they've purchased that, they have been given, you know, a customized graphic with their photo on it that they can use to promote the fact that, you know, they're on their fitness journey and they get to promote that on their stories, which again, helps with attraction marketing. But also it's like, wow, this specific person or brand or business really thought about me and they wanted, they created this custom thing for me, right? There's so many other ways that you can do this, but for service providers specifically, you can create a support community where you're actually giving your 
clients or customers that one-on-one attention that makes them feel seen, right? You can build a relationship with them on social media, continue to check in with them, comment on their, you know, and engage with their social media content, support them, make them feel seen and build a genuine friendship and connection with that customer as best as you can, depending on your audience size and the time and capacity that you have to do that, but make them feel seen. So that way that adds to their customer experience when they are in that consideration phase of working with you again, of buying another product, uh, refilling on a product, right? Things like that. So once you understand what a marketing funnel looks like, the next step is for you to apply this to your business. So what will you do to attract your clients? Are you going to create trendy content? Are you going to do cold outreach even, right? How are you going to attract new clients or customers to your audience, to your website, wherever you want to funnel them to? Now, how are you going to nurture them to the point of considering you or your brand or your business as the best fit to solve their specific problem? Are you going to educate them on something that they've been needing help with? right? Are you going to tell them what could be possible for them if they did X, Y, Z, right? Are you going to make them aware of a problem that they might not even know they had? Are you going to educate them on why something is a problem for them and they might not understand how this problem is holding them back? Now, does your offer fall in line with everything that we just determined? That is the big question. So if you're going through this marketing funnel and you're trying to create a campaign or you're just trying to create a rough outline of how you're going to market your offer or your product or your service to your audience. And you're noticing that as you're creating this funnel, your offer doesn't 100% line up with the way that you're going to actually move people through this funnel, get people to convert and retain them, right? So If your offer doesn't necessarily line up, you might need to do some tweaking in what your offer is, who it's for, what problem it solves, things like that, or switch around that marketing strategy that you came up with and really do some cross-referencing there. But yeah, and lastly, once people buy your offer, what will you do to make them stick around? How impeccable is your customer experience? Do you have an amazing landing page and website, right? Do you make them feel seen? Are they getting that customized graphic from you after they purchase something? Are you, you know, actually engaging with them? Are you making them feel like they're a part of your community over on social media, for example? What are you going to do to encourage them to stick around and potentially purchase again or even recommend your product or service to others? right? This is word of mouth marketing. So that's another huge piece of client retention. If you're retaining clients, a lot of times those clients are talking to other potential ideal clients for you and doing that word of mouth marketing for you. Don't sleep on word of mouth marketing. So many small businesses that aren't necessarily huge in the social media scene, but are doing amazing, regardless of if they are a product-based business or a service-based business are building a lot of their clientele based off of word of mouth marketing, right? Within their local community. Um, you can also do this obviously in the online space. It's even higher possibilities there, but how will you make them feel seen? How are you going to make them feel seen by you? And how are you going to make them feel like they are an important and valuable community member to you? write all these things down, go back, listen to this portion of the episode again, write all these things down, journal about it, create a real written out, thought out plan for your marketing funnel and your marketing strategy. And I guarantee you, 
that this is going to help you so much when it comes to creating clear and intentional marketing strategies for your business, right? This is the foundation of your marketing plan. So when you have these things in place, the next milestone that you're looking to hit is literally just around the corner, right? We have to get back to the basics in order to hit that next milestone. Even if you are about to hit a million dollars in revenue within your business, and that is the milestone that you're looking to hit, you will be able to get there so much faster, so much easier, and with so much more clarity if you really take a step back, maybe even jump out of that CEO seat for a second and set the intention to sit in that marketing seat, right? Get back to the foundations of marketing. So with that being said, thanks so much for tuning into the Biz Booster podcast today. If you are struggling with actually creating a solid marketing strategy that sticks and doing all of this behind the scenes foundational ground work for creating a successful marketing strategy and actually an intentional marketing funnel for your business, check out our website down below, www.ninabvirtually.com and check out some of our services. We are marketing specialists. We are a team of vetted marketing experts, and we actually create these marketing funnels for our clients all the time. So if you're interested in potentially having a one-on-one consultation with me personally, where I can actually help you with this entire process, and then you can go implement it on your own, I will leave a link below to where you can do that in the show notes. Or if you're interested in hiring a team of experts to do all of this work for you, create a clear plan and have you be there every step of the way in the seat of CEO inside of your business, shoot us a DM over on Instagram, or I will leave a link below where we can get on a call and potentially chat about if we would be a good fit to work together or you can apply to work with us on our website. Again, that's www.ninabvirtually.com. And I will leave that link in the show notes as well. I'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Biz Booster Podcast. Make sure to leave a review on whatever platform you're listening from. And for more free content and guidance on your journey to building your dream business, please make sure to go follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Blom Social Co. And don't forget to subscribe to the Biz Booster Podcast. For more resources and full show notes, visit ninabvirtually.com slash podcast. And we'll see you in the next episode.